0: The way I'm gonna say this might sound rude and disrespectful, but uh, please don't mistake what I'm gonna say. I really take it as um, how strongly I feel about it. And I wanna give you what experience has told me is, is the right advice. It's a terrible idea. It's, it's a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. Um, and it's a terrible idea for uh, many reasons. Um, anytime that anyone is um, taking any kind of extreme behavior, and that's an extreme behavior. Altering your son's educational path for athletics is an extreme behavior. So anytime the topic comes up is, you know reclassifying a student, I know that people are not looking at things clearly. So anytime we have um, an extreme behavior like this, we've narrowed the lens, right? We, we've narrowed the lens and we're not looking at the bigger picture. We're looking at one thing. And we think that one thing is a means to an end. So it's a way, it's how addiction works. You know, addiction. Uh, any addiction specialist will tell you that um, addiction is not your problem. Addiction is your solution. So, um, reclassifying is not the issue. It's it's your solution, and it's your solution to a very narrow view of something. And so, um, and, and it's uh, usually we're in those in those states of mind. We're not thinking clearly. We're not thinking rationally. We're not looking long term at. Um, at the bigger picture. So here are a few bigger picture things to consider. Um, it sets forth a horrible frame for life and it is putting a notch on your son's timeline that will be there forever. So, um, let me, let me talk about the frame. It it sets a horrible frame for, uh, for life because first of all, it's, it's kind of giving him this idea that um, he can alter his uh, circumstances and how and somehow somehow altering circumstances will change your life. And so I I mentor and work with a lot of older um, ex-baseball players who are 22, 23, 24 years old and are out in the real world for the first time. And I, I you know one kid who had four jobs like in six months. Because you know, on the first job, he had a crappy office, and they they wouldn't move him. And then he was on, uh, he was put on a project team that was doing uh, customer service, and he wanted to be on this. Pro- and it was like one thing after the other. And you know, you dig down a little bit in history, and this is you know, uh, talking to the kid and talking to the the dad they moved him from team to team. The kid played on a different team every single year. So if he wasn't the shortstop and batted fourth or whatever his ideal situation would be, they just moved him to a different team in a different circumstance. And they moved him again and moved him again. And so now that's set a frame for his life in as he goes out into the real world. And you know, when you're a kid and you're moving around travel teams, that's just, you know, okay. It's 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 set forth the frame. It's not a big deal to move travel teams in the grand scheme of things, but all of a sudden you're building your career resume and you're going for an interview and somebody wants to know why you've had four jobs in the last six months and you haven't been able to keep them. You know, and you don't have a reference from any of those jobs. So, so these things do have kind of a lasting impact. And so the frame you put things around is, is, really, is really challenging because basically what you're saying is his, you're, you're putting forth his athletic ability and as an athletic career, you're willing to alter his educational path to enhance his athletic career. So you're basically saying sports are more important than academics. And and, and you're also, you're, you're running a gamble. You know, the gamble is that he's going to get an extra year and all of a sudden he's going to, you know, jump ahead of the pack or develop more and stuff like that. Now, I will talk about developing more in a second, but um, the, then there's, there's also um, the, the timeline. You're putting a timeline stamp on your son's life. This is going to change the, the trajectory of his life in good or bad. Not saying that it, it, you know, it it, um, it it's going to change the way everything else goes forward. It's going to change his social life. It's going to change his friend group. It's going to change his educational development. It will change his athletic development. On and on. it it will change everything. And you're running a real big gamble. Um, there's also pressure that's put on him now. You know, an additional pressure that you know, what if he doesn't? What if he's not better? What if he what if he reclassifies and he does another year in the eighth grade and he doesn't improve that much? now what now he's separated his friend group his, his educational path is off track um so this is a timeline stamp on on your son's life and a frame that you're putting around it that is is i mean you're you're messing with some real live wires here and you're doing it on 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 the idea that this might help him get a scholarship or which is a pretty a pretty uh you know for, for anyone it's, it's pretty slim chance you know like you know the numbers about. Right? There's about five million little leaguers, about a half a million high school players, about uh, 60,000, 65,000 college players, um, five, 6,000 professional, depending upon what leagues you count. So about the top 10% at each level goes up. And so holding your son back, it might give him more time to develop, but I don't know, you know, if it doesn't put him in, you know, it it doesn't necessarily put him in the top 10, doesn't guarantee it. So it's a big risk. Now, if it's a development issue, and you're saying he needs another year to develop. Um, that's fine. And you know when he should do that? When he's done with high school. There's lots of options now to to go to a prep school or go to a post grad program or um, or even you know to go to a junior college or something like that. There's lots of opportunities for him to have another year of development. So, but that should be after he's taken a proper um, course and his and his and his educational and social development has not been diverted because of sports. Because I'm going to tell you, um, you know. I, if I could zoom out, I have a lot of conversations, a lot, Um, probably four to six conversations a day. And so I can tell you what the flip side, what the other side of it is, that the kid is 23, 24, 25. Um, And then I can tell you what the dad who has the 23 year old who has, you know, um, can't keep a job. I can tell you how stupid that dad feels because he looks back now and he sees that he narrowed that lens. He was so caught up in, in emotion at that moment, moved his kid around, he thought he was helping. He's innocent, you know, he's real innocent. It's not, it's not, it's not uh, purposeful or, or, or you know, trying to screw things up. It was innocent, he was trying, he loved his son, he was trying to help him. He just didn't have, the, he, just didn't, he was just in an emotional state of mind, he wasn't thinking clearly. And so widen the lens, get a longer look at this. Um, uh, I will also tell you, even the ones that you could point to where it's worked out, it hasn't been happening long enough for you to tell me that it's a great long-term solution. And, and just because it worked out athletically doesn't mean that that person has a great life. Big misunderstanding about successful athletes. We think because they're successful athletes, they also have a great life. That's just not true, just not true. I've, I've mentored a lot of, I've mentored names you would know, and I'm gonna tell you that they may be publicly recognized and appreciated, but privately, they're not living great lives. And so when you put that frame that the only thing you are is an athlete, um, we think it's gonna do a lot of other things. Um, and so I would just, you know, I would just zoom out and really look at the bigger picture here. And I will tell you flat out that if you hold your son back to in the eighth grade, uh, you're making a mistake with, with no question, you're making a mistake. And I'll tell you this, I've also, I also know people that have moved to different towns with the idea of reclassifying and, and schools are starting to crack down on it because it's, it's messing up the flow of school. Schools are either making, uh, you know, they're either not taking kids like, you know, for, so if is an, in your case, an eighth grader, <clears throat> they're not allowing it or they're charging them like what, you know, what they would pay for maybe like an out-of-district or out-of-area student, um, or they're just not taking, you know, uh, if a kid's going to uh supposed to go to the ninth grade. They're not taking new eighth grade students or not. They're not taking, um, you know, new students at kind of these break levels that people do it. So the, 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 the local school districts and, and schools, they're, they're on to this and they're cracking down on it because it will become a thing. It, it will become a thing. And most people are completely sane and logical and reasonable about sports. And then there's, I don't know, seven, eight, 10 percent of people that get a little nutty and if those nutty people start holding their kids back, they influence them to probably another five or 6%. You know, and then all of a sudden, now you've got a backlog of kids who are doing an extra year of school and there's a cost to that. So uh, the school districts are cracking down on it. So, uh, you know, again, and I don't mean to be rude. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but, it, but considering this and going through with it is a, is a big mistake. Hey guys, Paul Ruddick here. These clips are taken from calls that I do every week for the baseball community, and these calls are absolutely free to join. If you would like to join these calls, go to baseballcallwithpaul.com, baseballcallwithpaul.com, and you can see the schedule of our upcoming calls. We tackle a different subject each week, recruiting, pitching, hitting, the mental game, uh, coaching, uh, uh, parent-player relationships, anything you could think of, anything that helps our young players navigate this new and ever-changing world of amateur baseball and there's a point in every call where you can ask questions so if you'd like to do that you can or you can just listen in so go to baseball call with paul and the schedule or upcoming calls is there thanks